Hi, I'm Maria Theoharis-Ovello-Sos on social media. Welcome back to So Over 50 podcast on So Organized Style. Grab cuppa and relax with us. On So Organized Style podcast, I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay respects to the elders past and present. Thanks for joining us on So Over 50 podcast on So Organized Style. So over 50 intersects with all communities. We're a community that is so over ageism. Wiss or at Wiss underscore G on Instagram was recently featured in So Over 50 Stories. She sews great clothes and her creations have lots of love in them. And that's why I've asked her to be on the podcast. Thank you for being today's So Over 50 guest. Thank you so much, uh, Maria, for asking me to be on this uh, podcast. So I'm very happy to be here. How did you develop your online name? It's quite simple. In fact, Instagram handle is my oldest name, my oldest online name. And it's very simple. This my first name and the G from my family name. And that's Gersen. It's very Flemish name, Gersen. So that's the G. I also have a blog, What I Sew. I started it, I think, the end of 2017. And I started Instagram, I think, about August or July 2015. And my blog name is What I Sew. And then you see it's composed by the three letters of my name. W-I-S. It is. I started the blog and then I was thinking about a very good blog name and checking with the children and my husband and friends. And there was, I think I had uh, a zillion propositions and it never clicked. And suddenly what I saw, and it's with the initial, uh, the three letters of my name. So unfortunately... I love blogging. I love blogging, but it's in hibernation. Last year, I, I only wrote one post, uh, and it was about uh, my sewing of uh, 2020. Right. And uh, so far now, I, I, I didn't even write one post. But a month ago or something, I asked in stories on Instagram. I did a poll. Do you still want me blogging? And it was, yeah, more than 80% want me to blog again. So uh, I feel it, but yeah, time is the biggest issue. It's also because English is not my first language, so it takes a lot of time to write it in English. And it's my daughter who is my editor, and thanks to her, it's really good written in English. So... Uh, that I wanted to blog again. It's good to have that encouragement from people who follow you on Instagram. But as you say, you've got to write it and then it has to be edited. So, and that takes time. Because at the moment, time is my, it's, it's the thing that I need a lot. I don't have a lot of time for these hobbies. So, because it's, it's a hobby. What made you start sewing? It's a long story. I'm 61 years old now. Great. And I started to sew intensely at the age of 20. So that's about 40 years ago. At that moment, I was a student here in Ghent. I was uh, studying history 
and that's also my profession. I'm a history teacher. Then I followed a two-year sewing course. Well, we started with a, a straight skirt and we learned everything with uh, couture techniques. So every skirt was lined, a lot of hand stitching also. Everything was basted and you had to make tacks. Yeah. So it was a very traditional way of sewing. Yeah, I liked it. And I bought my first sewing machine at the moment. It is maybe if you saw it, it's, I still have it. It's the, an orange Toyota. And then I started sewing everything. I sewed for, for myself, for my husband. Then I got kids, so for the children. I also sewed my wedding dress. It was a very modern, it was a straight dress. Things for the house, upholstery for the sofa. I sewed from the beginning of the 80s until uh, in the mid-90s. And then I had to stop because I had three little children and a full-time job. And uh, I didn't have any time anymore. In the mid-90s, I had to stop. And at that time, I had a lot of fabric. And I had a lot of patterns, PDF patterns didn't exist. I had a lot of pattern like burda, patrones, knipmode is uh, Dutch. I had a lot of pattern books and patterns. And after a few years, I gave away everything. So all the fabric and the fabric leftovers, I went to the uh, youth organization of my daughter so they could do activities. I didn't sew anything in this period, uh, not even a button. But then the internet came and the world changed and uh, the the blogging started and I started to read some blogs and also some sewing blogs. And now we are in the 2000s and I think in 2013, Well, it started to itch and I wanted to sew again because, of course, I had more time because children were then adults. And in September 2013, I went to uh, my local fabric uh, shop here, still here where I bought my fabric in the 80s and the 90s. And I picked a piece in the bargain basket. Yeah. It was about one meter, I think. And I sewed an A-line skirt and I never stopped. <laughs> so, Good on you. <laughs> so it was uh, September 2013. So yeah, in fact, you could say it opened the floodgates and I haven't bought any ready-to-wear clothes mm-hmm. for me since May 2014. And then in August 2015, My last son, he moved out. I'm using his room as my sewing room. So that's now seven years. And then I started to sew, 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 sew everything. And I met the sewing community. So much was changed. PDF patterns, that was totally new for me. Indie designers, that was uh, new a blind zipper. 
that was new. The first time I had a patron that asked for a blind zipper, I used a regular zipper. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't knew what it was. So I used a regular zipper and you see now you see, I still have that skirt. So, so you see it in, in the back there is the blind zipper. It's an exposed zipper. <laughs> but then uh, thanks to blogs and online tutorials, YouTube, I learned a lot of the new techniques and methods. And, but I had my basic knowledge from when I was 20 and it's like riding a bike or like swimming you don't dislearn it it's a, it's practice that uh, it's doing it that makes you accelerate your skill uh, improve your skill yeah you improve your skill that's right yeah, yeah. can I jump ahead because you've talked about you know you sewed in the 80s and you stopped around the 90s and then you came back when did you discover the sew over 50 community I started uh, Instagram in 2015. Yep. And I think I discovered it through Instagram. Yes. I think about August 2018. Yep, that's when they started. That's right. When they started, I saw a post and I was immediately attracted and intrigued because at that time I was 58 in 2018. I thought it was uh, wonderful and I think I used the so over 50 uh, hashtag after that on every photo I, <laughs> I post <laughs> because maybe not with, when there are some family photos. Uh, but then a year later, I had the opportunity to meet Judith and Sue at the Sewing Weekender in Cambridge in 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah, the end of uh, August 2019, 1st of September 2019. And that was really amazing because Cambridge and uh, England is not so far from, from Belgium. So we go with Thales, the trade. So, and... That was a fantastic experience because it was a meetup with like-minded people. I still have a very warm feeling uh, when I think about it. And I was really convinced that after that weekend, I would go to every sewing weekend, but then, yeah, you know, disaster, the corona blocked it. But I, I love the online sewing weekenders. But uh, it is really fantastic to meet the people in real life. And why was I immediately attracted to this community, to the Sue Over 50 community? Because never have I let my age determine what to sew, what I sew, what I wear, which colors I use, which patterns I use. Last year, there was this uh, issue that there was this in a magazine that someone said, you can't wear florals after. Yes, I remember that. Oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> That's why I am so glad that uh, Judith and Sandy and, and a lot of uh, other uh, women started this so over 50 uh, community and put the finger on the issues that still are in the world 
about uh, older women. Making sure that in social media that we are visible. I love this action that's so over 50 uh, visible in magazines and patent companies. And it's improved. It's improved, but there's still a lot of work. And I love I love this over 50 community because they are so diverse and they embrace the diversity. And because that's the world. There's so many people, types of people. I want to look at the world. And I think I look at the world with a broad horizon. Yes. They stand for it, for this broad point of view, not a narrow point of view. And that's what I I love about this uh, community. I also love that it's always a tongue-in-cheek with the actions and the challenges. And I think that's a plus point, too, of this fabulous over 50 group. You're the first one who's mentioned that, I think. Yes. The way the Cyber 50 community embraces issues and embraces them in a way that is to the point, but it's encompassing and you're being hugged yes it's a very good feeling and it makes a lot of people feel very safe yes that's so true that's so true that's what I like uh, about it and appreciate about it uh, too they created a very safe environment on the social media and yes where everybody can settle down and feel comfortable yeah very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit emotional. <laughs> okay. On that heartfelt note about the safe environment that Sober 50 has built for us from Weiss, we'll finish part one of her podcast here. You'll hear more from Weiss in her future on-call podcast. Listeners, make sure you direct message Judith and Sandy on the Sober 50 Instagram account to let them know you want to contribute a guest post for the Sober 50 community. Coming up on Instagram is the next So Over 50 Live hosted by Bird and Molly on the 31st of May. Bird will lead this chat with Pauline Bruce of So You Think You Can and she's the co-creator of the hashtag So Hackable Challenge. I hope you'll join them live. The recording of So 50 Live will always be available on the So Over 50 account. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, with permission of Wiz, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to over 140 free Sober 50 podcasts and listen to your Sober 50 friends. There are now over 330 podcasts on So Organised Style. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.